at no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. As always, we have lots of rational thoughts, but I just thought that's a funny clip to play like I always do. Welcome to the show today. I'm your host, Doug Crow, the author of Brand Show. You're going to want to take notes today. I've got a guest on today that is uh, redefining what it means to actually work, or at least when it comes to working excellently. Um, he's a co-founder of his company called Work Excellence, very highly accomplished consultant, educator, and coach. He's a founder and managing partner of the business efficiency software called FoundX, and his goal is really to free up time in people's lives. Uh, he's a proven change management leader that helps people and organizations uh, understand and achieve their goals and meet their expectations. He has expertise in strategic and operational planning, group facilitation, teaching and coaching teams, individuals, meeting management, and process optimization. That's a mouthful. He's also a licensed CPA in the states of Alabama and Georgia, member of the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants. Uh, but most of all, he's a uh, he's a consultant. He knows how to make take your work and make it excellent. So welcome to the show today. Mr. Brian Kane. Brian, how are you? Great, Doug. How are you today? Doing great, thank you. Yes. Well, work excellence. That sounds like a good idea. Um, tell me why people should stick around and listen to us for the next 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, you know, work excellence is just a simple method that helps people, any organization that wants to improve. You know, yeah. and if you, if you want to improve and you want to get better, then we want to help you get on the same page and stay right. on that same page as well. It sounds simplistic, and we're going to take a little deeper dive into this because on the surface, yeah, there's, as we discussed previously, because we have a relationship with your book and whatnot, but there's, you know, there's Agile and Six Sigma and all the lean things, all these things you can do to improve a company's or organization's performance. But you guys have nailed something a little bit new, or at least, at least in my world, nuanced, where there's an actual, um, I guess, the way the best to define it is a method of work not just a method of organization. Can you define it a little bit more in a little more detail for us? Sure. You know, if you want to reach your goals faster, you, ha you have to have a method. Okay. And, and when you get started, it's just, where are you? What's your current state? Where, where are you today? And where do you want to be? You know, where do you want to be in the future? And everybody sets some type of plan for the future. Yeah. And it's great. It's a great way to get there. But simply the method that we've developed and the method that many people have developed, we're not the only method. Right. But our method with simply four pieces of paper can help everyone get on the same page. Mm -hmm. It's pretty amazing how quickly that does. And that's that's the part that we should you know, definitely have maybe in the show notes below is maybe just one of your your pieces of paper because people think, oh, it's it's either too complicated or too simplistic. And I'm going to say that when I based on the stuff I've read and gone through this with you, it's neither oversimplistic nor too complicated. It's just a, I guess, a visual way of doing it. And I think your partner, Steve, explained it to me clearly when he said that we have a method for doing everything, whether it's brushing our teeth or building a company, but we don't always know what that method is. We kind of are in motion blindly. Is that about right? That's true. You know, sometimes you think about a simple thing like brushing your teeth. Yeah. You, 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 maybe your parents taught you or someone that was a leader in your life help yeah. you learn how to brush your teeth, right? My dad and, was a dentist, so yeah, it qualifies. Yeah, so you, you qualify for that, right? But the reality is we really, this simple simple methods that we do, whether it's going to the grocery store, you have a way of doing that. Sometimes they're innate and we don't really think about them. Mm -hmm. And 
and what we help people do is just really see that method that they're using and everybody uses a method today the question yeah. is is it working for you and and that's a part i think when i've um studied other teams and organizations large or small and you nailed it with your with your book and your message and your company is like you're getting on the same page it's a common thing that people say but do they really know what it means is the question well you know we asked the question where's the page you know that's <laughs> that's a simple question right we just where is that page yeah. and people really don't have a page they just say right. we're not on the same page we hear it every day and, yeah. and we hear it more and more today about people are not on the same page and especially with diverse groups of working individuals where yeah. we're in different parts and some people are at home today there's they're working right. from home and right. some people are in the office or maybe you know it's just a hybrid where you're in and out and some people are away all the time and yeah. it really makes it more difficult to get and stay on the same page mm -hmm. and i know you guys have worked with you know nonprofits and big fortune 100 companies like toyota and whatnot can you give us an example an actual story of people who thought they had it going on but after they realized there was something amiss you showed them the page can you give me an right. actual story about that yeah we can you know, if you think about um, one of the people that we worked with, it was a, I won't tell you the name of them, but because a lot of things we do are private companies from that yeah. standpoint, but it was an, it was an organization that had two different types of businesses. Mm -hmm. One of them was very, uh, it supported the other, but they were different. And this organization was losing money on this, this division. Yeah. And they brought us in, they were losing about $2 million a year. And they said, we need a method that helps us get better. And we need to be able to make money from that yeah. perspective. And we said, great, we can help you do that. So we trained 35 of their leaders mm -hmm. using the method. And in a year's time, they went from losing a million, $2 million a year to making $4 million a year. Wow. That's without hiring technology, just learning, just getting on the same page. Just learning the method and getting on the same page. Was that method already in place that people just didn't know what it was or did you develop something new for them? Well, it was it was just using the work excellence method with their same information that they were using today. What mm -hmm. it allowed them to do is to see where those biggest hotspots were and where their biggest opportunities were, which is one of the differences between work excellence and other methods. You know, we're able to help you pinpoint and clearly see what to work on now in a short interval of time that will really get you a big bang for your buck yeah it sounds like i don't know why can't people see that in themselves in their own company well you know sometimes doug what we see is that leaders are working hard right and yeah. and and they're doing a lot of the right things and it's not that they haven't made good progress and yeah. one of the one of the principles that, that work excellence has is we honor where you are you know we wow. don't come in and tear down the walls yeah. You know, we look at where you are and we clearly take a little bit of time to help understand where you are and help mm -hmm. you see where you are. And, mm -hmm. and a lot of times people just need small changes and they can't see those simple, small changes that they uh, need to make in order uh, to get there. Right. Um, and we can put, the, you know, I know you've got a lot of beautiful graphics and diagrams that really crystallize and visualize what you're saying here. So. Let's just take one of them. I like the famous one with the arrow, but can you just describe the points sure. on that and how that how that flows for you guys? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. So the, the arrow, we call it the arrow, and it's, it's it really is an arrow in the middle of it. 
Right. But it describes these four pieces of paper, and it just has an image of each page, and we call them the four core elements of work. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody should have clear direction. And so on, on the right-hand side of the arrow, where the arrow tip is, we have this direction. And the direction really helps us define how you get value. They're principle-based statements. They're simple to see. You know, right. people can use them all the time to refer to directionally how we spend our time, energy, and resources. Right. And then right behind the arrow in the back of the arrow, as you go through the other side, you really can see the w- structure, order, and flow of work, the system, mm-hmm. right? How do you make money? What's the core process of your business and how do you make money? Mm-hmm. And yeah, we can bring in HR and we can bring in IT. So this is not just for a business that makes widgets. You can be a service-based business and use sure. this method as well. And then from there, what do you want to measure? What, what do you need to measure? So at the top, we see from a measurement standpoint, because measurement is all about management, and we want to mm-hmm. manage them from a measurement standpoint as well. And we can clearly see from a, a measurement standpoint those critical few elements. So mm-hmm. many people measure all kinds of things, right? Yeah. And you've probably seen this where, you know, you see all these different metrics and and people are measuring things that maybe they matter to some th- someone right. or some part of the business, but they're not the critical few that tell you the health of your work. And once you have these three pages, you can clearly see from that perspective of hmm. what's not working. Is it a measure? Are you not aligned directionally? Are you not on the same page in the work that you're doing in the structure, order, or flow of work? Yeah. Now we take just a few minutes and we spend a little time building the next improvement plan, which is at the bottom of that arrow, and really see what is important to improve now in the next three months. Just a chunk of time. Let's see what we can improve in the next three months. It sounds simple, but it still takes companies sometimes months or years to turn the the ship around here. It it does, for sure. What are some of the the biggest challenges you have with people? And obviously, no one to mention names, but like, Right. Or they just, they just couldn't, they couldn't see it. And it took some time to get them to, you know, fill that, to eliminate what was not necessary and get those core elements to, to change and develop. Right. Well, first of all, I think we have to understand we're all human beings yeah. and we all learn at different paces. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we'll see a pocket of the organization that's way ahead, you know, where we've trained, you know, 35 or 40 or 50 leaders, or maybe there's 10. And one pocket is way ahead and the other pocket is way behind. And so we have to respect that, right? And we have to help people see that it's okay to to learn at your own pace and learn the way you need to learn. And so we we honor that, we respect that, and we help people see that, okay, as we coach you, as you start to integrate this method in your organization, Mm -hmm. we, we see that. But we can also coach you to bring that team along a little bit better. So, you know, there was this one group that we worked with that was, you know, had had great success in one part of their business. The sales part was doing very, very well, but the operations team was lagging. Yeah. Right. And so now the operations team is behind and sales is saying, I'm scared to sell. Yeah. Because, they, you know, you hear that a lot is, oh, I don't want to sell because operations can't keep up. Wow. And, and you have to just let people learn at their own pace. But we we coach you along the way so that you can yeah. bring it in. So how did you solve that one? Well, we just coached, we coached the team a little bit. It yeah. took a little while. I mean, yeah. it did, it wasn't immediate. We right. coached them through it. We helped them through it, but we also encouraged the sales team to keep going. 
Yeah. Because when yeah. operations caught up, they came together and they truly were on the same page. Right. And they moved forward very fast. Yeah. I'm sure that um, the past couple of years have been a little bit, a little bit a different strategy or at least different conversations with the remote work aspect that's uh, part of our culture now. Can you talk about that a little bit, how that's affected what you teach and what you do? Sure, sure. I mean, we see this, obviously we, we had to do a pivot. Yeah. So when, when March of 2020 rolled around, you know, we had trained about 40 people a, a couple months before then in two <laughs> different sessions. Steve ran yeah. one session, I ran the other session. You know, people were great. We had a bunch of different diverse people in diverse groups and diverse companies. Yeah. And then when COVID hit, we, we had to take a quick pivot ourselves. And we learned to do this online. Mm -hmm. um, so we can train you online. Mm -hmm. Training is, is, is effective and it does work. It does require a little bit more work from your perspective. Yeah. Because it, it takes a little longer. You can't sit in a room for four hours. You have to, yeah. you have to break it up into smaller chunks. Right. What, what other, other than the time element or the attention element, can you, have you thought about like why it's, why it's different? This two dimensional space versus three dimensional, why it changes so. the way we learn and teach. Well, I think one of the things that, that we like to do because, you know, we like to help people. Yeah. And then really is we, Steve and I talk about all the time is our role is just to help people, right. You know, help people free up time, help people, mm -hmm you know, go play soccer or, you know, go watch their kids play soccer or their grandkids or their yep. nieces and nephews. And, and so when you're not with people and, and so many times in today's world, people turn off their video. They don't want to, they don't want you to see the camera and we <laughs> see that constantly. So then you can't see the reaction of how yeah. people are reacting, I mean, you know, right. because a lot of the body language tells you more than, than what you're hearing too. True. Right. And I think that's a big part of it is just not being in front of someone. It's mm -hmm. difficult to coach someone and see their work when you have eight different people in a room at the same time in a virtual room, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There, there's something about the two dimensional world. I haven't been able to really articulate it ex uh, for myself because I've been doing this, you know, before we needed to, but there is a, there is a difference. And I get maybe just the energy of being in the same room, versus uh, this digital room here. I'm not sure if it's attention either because in a regular meeting room, there's not any many distractions. Here I've got stuff on my other computer monitor here. I got stuff behind me, I've, you know, things going on. That could be, I know my, my daughters uh, or teachers, they certainly discuss the distraction part of being right. a, a big factor right. of that. You know, one of the things that I did just recently, I went to a high school and spoke a high school group of you know yeah. how what their career might look like they were a business group and oh. they were taking an accounting course and so a good yeah. friend of mine was a teacher and he said why don't you come speak to the group uh -huh. and and the attention span in that group you know in the high school is a little different than you see in a professional setting <laughs> but they were great they were yeah. wonderful they paid attention it was really nice to see you yeah. know how well they did that they, they take thing, notes they, a couple of them did, you know, one of them told me he wanted to be an entrepreneur and he asked a nice. lot of questions about being an entrepreneur. So I, I love it. I do some youth leadership volunteer work and I'm always, it's always more stimulating for me because I can, I can quote like trite sayings, you know, like your attitude right. determines your altitude. And they're like, Oh, write that one down. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like right. Six Ziglar said 82, but for them it's, it's brand spanking new. So it's kind of sure. fun, to, fun to do that. Yeah. You know, one of the things I also see there, Doug, is I think human beings are kin kinesthetic people, really. Right. 
Yeah. Right. And, 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 you know, the ability just to, to shake someone's hand or to touch them in some way, and, and even if it's not physical, right. You know, just being in their presence, as you said, in 3d, I think makes a big difference. Yeah, I, I think it does. And I'm, I'm glad things are, are moving, you know, change, coming back to normal. Right. Mon monkey pox aside, whatever that is. I don't know. Yes. I don't follow it much, but it's, it's interesting. And then in terms of the, the forward looking, looking towards the future, um, you know, you're exposed to a lot of businesses out there and there's a lot of trends and, you know, future casting with a lot of things out there. Do you see any, any trends that people should be aware of when it comes to their, their organizations or the economy? Yeah, we do. I mean, it, we were just talking about this last week. Um, mm -hmm. We met with our marketing group because we're starting to see trends, certainly in the supply chain. Everybody yeah. is experiencing that. Yeah. You know, I went to the grocery store the other day to pick up some laundry detergent. Right. And they didn't have the brand or the kind that I wanted. Yeah. And and you hear about the baby formula, you know, the things that yeah. are out there that, that people just can't get. Well, yeah. in businesses, you know, that's affecting businesses very greatly as well. Because sure. what you're seeing from that perspective is little things like I can't get my truck back on the road because a taillight is missing and the light's not available. Wow. You know, and, and of course, you might get pulled over and written a $200 ticket or $2,000 ticket if you're driving a commercial vehicle. Sure. And and that little things like that are just trending and trending and trending. And yeah. what we're seeing is people, not only that, what we're also seeing is that, that you know, economy is, is tightening a little bit. Inflation is going up a little bit. And, and people are pulling back a little bit as well. And what we what we help people do and see is this is a great time to work on your business. Yeah. You know, really, right. rather than working in your businesses, how do you work on your business and mm -hmm. help solve some of those issues that are happening today? Because the supply chain issues aren't going away anytime soon. Right. Yeah. And we've got to learn to deal differently with that and to see that differently. And the cost of, of payroll has gone up dramatically. And so right. you need to really learn how to do things with less people and it's not sure. to fire people but we just don't have enough labor force in the u.s as well either you know i i read a really in-depth article about um the shortage of carpenters you know of all things and it's right. like you know you know when we went to school there was a shop class you know and then sure. i recognized 10 years ago that they don't have them they're starting to come back a little bit now but like right. Just understanding the trades and, and basic stuff for kids, right. now, they don't they don't need to learn that or they don't they're not learning it. And therefore, it's not priming them for some of these in very important roles that we need. There's a real shortage of it. Um, and, and it was funny because plumbers, electricians, not as easy to you know come by, but they get they get paid a lot more. A right. guy can come in and, and, and plumb a house in a day or two and make a lot more than a carpenter who takes a whole month or two to do it. So it's. Sure. It was interesting in terms of the, the labor stuff. Um, you have any 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 uh, any tips for people on, on hiring better talent or? Well, talent pool? You know, we're working with an organization right now to to do just that. We trained about uh, thirteen of their HR group, and, yeah. and they're trying to hire a very specific type of talent. Yeah. Um, and and they're trying to hire those a good number of them because they intend to grow very rapidly over the next. Uh -huh. six months uh yeah. six years they've got a, a long-term six-year plan to grow very rapidly and and from that perspective i think what people what we're seeing with people is they're spending more time on two things one of them is the hiring process making sure right. they get the right person 
and not just hiring to hire. And the second is the orientation process. Mm-hmm. You know, Doug, my daughter just graduated from a university last week. And ah, great. So she started the new job today, her first real professional job. Yeah. She's working in, in a rehab facility for nice. mental health. Wow. And so I, I, I said, How, how'd you like day one and day two? And today is her day three. Yeah. And she said, Dad, we're going through orientation. Yeah. And I said, Well, when does orientation end? She said, It's a week. Well, that's unusual, I think, to have somebody go through orientation for an entire week. Oh, really? But okay. I think that's a good thing, you know, yeah. for really to get people indoctrinated and really to spend 30 sure. days, 90 days, spend a lot of time with that new talent because yeah. they really need help and they want guidance and direction in the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I had a, I had a person on the podcast uh, um, a week or so ago. And we talked about this issue about the, you know, great resignation. These I don't know who comes right. up with these terms. And uh, they said something very insightful, which I, I uh, love to get your take on because, well, you always find what you're looking for. And if you read this stuff out there and you think there's a shortage, you're all you're going to see is a shortage. But if you don't believe that, you're only going to see good people. You might have to pill for them from other companies, but you're going to find yeah. the talent you want. And I really love that attitude, you know, um, in terms of hiring. Do you have an opinion about that? Yeah, we do. And it's not necessarily about hiring, but yeah. just about the, the premise yeah. itself. Um, yeah. One of the things that we teach people and, and that you can read is, Inc. Magazine put out an article back in 2018, and they said you're 46% more likely to get your goal, to reach your goal, if you write it down. Yeah. Right. right. And right. and but what they teach you, and, and all the great leadership coaches, people that are out there, Tony Robbins, Stephen Covey, they all yeah. teach you the same thing: is you must believe, and you must take action. Right. Right. And yep. that's what we teach people from this perspective as well, is just really say, hey, if, if you write down that goal, that future state of where you mm-hmm. want to be, you believe that you can get there, is you must take action. Right. And we help people take action through their improvement cycle, three months at a time, and then they continue to take that three-month cycle, and they can really right. reach their goals. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, it's it's I, I keep thinking about, um you know, belief and reality. And, you know, I had one... One friend of ours is um, he had a uh, a coconut business that served cruise ships and hospitality groups, right? His his volume <laughs> went down like ninety percent. Yeah. During the during the pandemic, and I have to get to the interview with him. But my friend said, yeah, he um he's invested that time to retool, rethink, you know, and get ready right. for the return, right? So I think that yeah, you don't have to necessarily ignore reality, but um. I think if you actually focus on the goal right. and maybe not necessarily the path, then the opportunities you'll, you'll, you'll figure a way out right. or through or over it. That's exactly right. In my opinion, I was going to yeah. get your opinion on that, of course. Yeah. I mean, I believe that. I do think you have to know how, not necessarily how you're going to get there because yeah. the how will come. Right. But, but what are you going to do? What method are you going to use to get there? Right. 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 So if and, that method is to just to get up every day and read your goals and decide what you're going to do today to reach right. that goal. Yeah. Just take a step forward, take a step forward. Mm-hmm. That may be good enough, especially, you know, from a personal standpoint. Yeah. But when it's an organization standpoint is really how do you get everybody moving in the same direction? 
right? They, I don't need, know why. They, need, they need they need your stuff here. They need your your right. click below. You can see his graph, and then if you want to give away one of your links to your uh, one of your assessments, it's a good time to do it. Sure. So sure, we can do that. Do you have a specific link or just at work excellence? Well, workexcellence.com, yeah. and we'll have a link, and, and you can look at the organizational assessment. Okay. Yeah. I highly recommend you take a look at that, folks. It's got some good stuff in there, and uh, Brian can definitely help you get to where you need to go by getting your team on the same page. The title of your upcoming book, we talk about that, too, and next time we're on, on the show, it'll be great. So Very good. Looking forward to it. Thanks yeah. so much for having uh, on being on the show today, uh, Brian. It's been great seeing you again, and uh, look forward to uh, seeing you next time. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Doug. You bet. All right, and that concludes our show for today on the Author Brand Show. You're going to want to take notes and not only click on Brian's stuff below, but we've got a little link there too for some free goodies if you subscribe. So enjoy and have a great day.